Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, June 30th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Biden's approval rating continues to fall. Now it's a record low. Justice Stephen Breyer retires from the Supreme Court. Nancy Pelosi meets the Pope. A survey ranks the most patriotic cities in America. Also ahead, is there a fascist movement in America? But first, Joe Biden's approval rating reaching new lows. According to the real clear average, just 38% now back him, 58% disapprove. Similar poll from the Associated Press finds 85% of Americans think the USA is moving in the wrong direction, which of course it is. Even 67% of Democrats say the economy is in bad shape, which of course it is. The biggest challenges facing the nation this summer, high prices, immigration, crime. Not listed in the top 10, the January 6th riot. Supreme Court Justice Breyer retiring from the bench. The judge officially ends his 28 years of service today at noon. He will be replaced by Ketanji Brown Jackson, who was confirmed by the U.S. Senate in April. Ms. Jackson is the first African-American woman to serve on the Supreme Court. The 83-year-old Breyer was nominated by President Clinton back in 1994. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi meeting with Pope Francis in Vatican City. The top Democrat received Holy Communion at Mass at St. Peter's despite being banned from the sacrament by a San Francisco archbishop because... Ms. Pelosi is an advocate, a proponent of abortion. Now, said Nancy Pelosi before seeing the Pope, quote, the Supreme Court had just achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away women's rights. This is a horrible decision, unquote. Pope Francis has not directly commented on the Roe v. Wade reversal in America. Business Insider ranking the most patriotic places. Heading into the 4th of July holiday, the towns are judged by a number of vets, voters, and pro-American museums or monuments. Top five, Jacksonville, Florida, Portland, Maine, Annapolis, Maryland, Colorado Springs, and the most patriotic place in the USA, Norfolk, Virginia. Dead last... Newark, New Jersey. In a moment, American fascism. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes? and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part, this spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the rise of American fascism. First, the definition. Quote, a political system headed by a dictator in which the government controls business and labor and opposition is not permitted, unquote. Now, many believe fascism is exclusively a right-wing situation, but that is wrong. Although the most infamous fascist regimes in history were far-right. Tojo's Japan, 1941-45. Nazi Germany, 1933-45. Mussolini's Italy, 1922-1943. Franco-Spain, 1939-75. But here in the USA, it is the progressive far-left extremists that are now practicing fascism. Some examples coming off the Roe v. Wade reversal in the Supreme Court. A historic Catholic church in West Virginia burned to the ground by far-left zealots. Another Catholic church in Fairfax, Virginia, vandalized with pro-abortion messaging, including the threat, this won't stop. A pro-life education center in Portland, Oregon, attacked. The Life Choices Pregnancy Center in Colorado, set on fire and vandalized. The headquarters of an anti-abortion group in Minnesota, vandalized with the slogan, Abortion is Liberation. And then there are the violent far-left groups, Antifa, Jane's Revenge, Youth Liberation Front, New Black Panther Party, Occupy Democrats. During his Senate confirmation hearing, Attorney General Merrick Garland claimed Antifa attacks against federal courthouses were not examples of domestic terrorism because they occurred after business hours, quote from Merrick Garland, an attack on a courthouse while in operation that plainly is domestic terrorism, but an attack simply on a government property at night or under other circumstances is a crime, not terrorism. That's insane. Any attack on a government building at any time should be considered an act of terrorism. So why the tortured logic from Garland? Because his orders are to play up so-called white supremacy and ignore progressive fascist violence, which Garland is doing. If you read my book, Killing the SS, you will see how unspeakable the Nazi regime and fascism really was in Germany. That will not happen here, because unlike the Germans, the American people would never support the brutal suppression of freedom. But the Biden administration better wise up about the fascist left movement, which is underway. They are causing much damage in this country, and the Justice Department better stop it. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis this 4th of July weekend, please visit BillOReilly.com. And for a great summer read, Killing the Killers.
In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day, 1876, 52 wounded U.S. soldiers and a horse named Comanche boarded a rescue steamboat operated by the U.S. Army. After a two-day trek through the Montana Territory, the survivors spoke of one of the most brutal defeats in American history. Here is the story of the Little Bighorn Battle. Following the Civil War, the federal government resumed its conquest of the West. Thousands of men constructed railroads, towns, military outposts across the Great Plains heading towards California. Former Union General George Custer was tasked with forcing Indians onto reservations. Anyone who refused was considered an enemy. That included Sioux Chiefs, Sitting Bull, and Crazy Horse. On June 25, 1876, George Custer and the Army's 7th Cavalry Unit stumbled upon thousands of fierce Sioux and Cheyenne warriors in southern Montana. The battle was lost before it even began. Army scouts located Sitting Bull's camp but did not see thousands of braves hiding in the brush near the Little Bighorn River. So Custer ordered a surprise attack on the village, believing he had enough soldiers to overcome the Indians who were there. In less than 60 minutes, Custer and 263 U.S. soldiers were dead, their bodies stripped, scalped, and massacred as a message to President Grant. Custer himself was found alongside the remains of 40 of his men, including his brother and nephew. He was killed by two gunshots, one to the head, the other to the heart. The massacre outraged the American public when the newspapers began writing about it. The U.S. Army intensified its war against the Western Indians. One year later, Crazy Horse surrendered in Nebraska, where he was killed during a fight. Sitting Bull surrendered in 1881 and was murdered during a police raid on his reservation home. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. 
And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. <laughs> 